Yo, what's going on, fantasy football family? Welcome to another episode of Off the Line Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Eugene. I'm one of the hosts of the show. And if this is your first time listening to us, or if you're returning, you know, we appreciate you uh, giving us your time to, you know, chop it up, talking fantasy football. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Fantasy Genes, that's G-E-N-E-S. You can also find our official Twitter pay, uh, Twitter handle at Off the Line FF. Uh, you know, we just, you know, on this fantasy football podcast we just like talking fantasy football you know have a few jokes last as we talk in and hopefully uh, you can get some information from what we're talking about and apply it to your squads as we get ready for the playoffs now to my other host ike what's going on what's going on what's popping what's good what's good people uh i can be found on twitter at just underscore ico nine um and just like gene said just follow the page on twitter as well at off the line ff um, but yeah, man, we're already in week 12, but, you know, we already, you know, we're, we're gearing towards the, the fantasy playoffs and, you know, I hope, I hope you guys have had successful seasons. I hope, you know, over the last three weeks that we've been doing the show, you've gotten some, you know, actionable information, um, yeah. you know, hopefully, you know, take your teams to the next level. Yeah. Um, you know or, what I'm hit, or hit, or hit something on them player props. Hit something on the player props as well. Yeah. Made a little, made a little cash along the way. Yeah, you know, um, you know we have two teams on by. We have the Chiefs and the and the Cardinals. So um, you know, you you guys don't have uh, you know your uh, your DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray's and James Connors, and then you're on the other side. Uh, you know Tyreek Hill and obviously Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And you know, speaking of speaking of which, uh, you know they just played our Dallas Cowboys and they beat them nineteen mm. nine. Mm. Unfortunately, yeah, I know it was, it was a it was a tough game to watch. You know, if you were a Cowboys fan, just a, a frustrating game to watch. Just kind of seeing like how they performed on offense, it was just you know completely unacceptable on all levels. Um, Kansas City's defense has been you know had for the most part this season, but you know unfortunately, you know Dak couldn't take advantage. He wasn't very good in the game. He had three turnovers, um, and he was kind of misfiring on you know on 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 passes you know over receivers' heads. Now, you know, granted, he had a couple of drops and he didn't have a lot of help from his offensive line. Just a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I was being I was being being a little generous, but, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, he had he had he had some drops. But that game in in, in general, you know, uh, was probably the, the biggest disappointment um, from a fantasy football perspective and from, you know, a real life perspective, because, you know, Fox, you know, gave them the kiss of death of deeming it America's game of the week. And that's yep. two straight weeks that those America's game of the week have, you know, pretty much Been produced does. us. Yeah. Um, so, you know, hopefully, you know, uh, you know, we, we, we were without Lamari Cooper um, and we were out, we were without uh, CD lamb over the you know second half, second half of the game. And he's probably not going to play um, on Thanksgiving as is Cooper, um, you know, since he tested positive for COVID and he's unvaccinated. So um, it's an automatic 10 day uh, absence there. Um, but on on the Chiefs side, you know they, you know Patrick Mahomes, he didn't throw any touchdown passes, and they they didn't look, you know, like themselves as as well. Like you know they we thought they were you know quote unquote back from last week, but uh, you know they you know our you know the Dallas defense, you know Michael Parsons just was just a wrecking ball, yeah, um, just causing havoc all over the place, and uh, yeah. kind of made it difficult for you know for Mahomes to really to really get into his groove like he did last week. You and know, they Tyree called the. Hill, 
They followed Sorry, the man. blueprint. They followed the blueprint, like play cover two shell and don't get beat deep. That's what they did. And so yeah, a lot of his a lot of Mahomes' passes were underneath. And yeah. you know, obviously, you know, you're you the usual suspects for the Chiefs offense, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey got the higher target shares. Tyreek Hill got a 30% target share. Travis Kelsey had a 22% target share. So um, you know, they those those numbers, those peripheral numbers were fine, but um, outside of that, man, there wasn't really much to speak of from a fantasy perspective in this game. It was, you know, no. ugly as d- defensive slugfest. Nineteen points versus nine points. I mean, it was, it was just bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, I, don't got, uh, I don't got nothing to add to that game. Uh, I mean, I had I know one of my leagues. I had the the, the Mahomes and Tyreek stack. I didn't really didn't really didn't, produce didn't, much. Didn't, wasn't yeah, really fruitful. Yeah, I didn't hit for nothing. So, but I mean, we go on to another game, uh, a really good game, which was the Sunday night game in the second half. You know, you had Justin Herbert or uh, uh, Jay Herbo. 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 <laughs> Jay Herbo go for uh, f- almost 500 total yards, uh, three touchdowns. Uh, I mean, these are things that we we hope to see. We were hoping to see throughout the whole season. Um, yeah. uh, I mean, I know Pittsburgh was lacking, uh, with some of their defensive talent, but, uh, I was glad to see, you know, Jay Herbo take advantage of, uh, what was in front of him in terms of rushing wise. Um, and then throwing wise, I mean, it's still a little, a little conservative in terms of like the depth per target, but I mean, they moved the ball just fine. Uh, I just, he was- I mean, we, we would like, I mean, like we were used to last year in the beginning of this year, we would want to see him, you know throw deep but i mean he didn't have to and he still got a lot of yards so yeah um, he was he was throwing some he was throwing some passes uh kind of down the field he he opened it up a little bit more uh this week um yeah you know obviously not as not as much as we would like uh, there was one pass i think in the second or third quarter he threw to to keenan allen and like he just zipped it like through like two or three windows i think it was in the third yeah it, it was, was a, beautiful it was beautiful yeah like, yeah and, you know it was off of it wasn't it was when he was flat-footed, he 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 kind of like you know hesitated a little bit and then just fling the ball in there into that hole. It was like a twenty-five-yard pass. It was just, it was just some of the just a, a glimpse of some of the talent that you know Justin Herbert you know, per, you know possesses. And then also um, in that same game, you know we we don't want to we don't want <laughs> to uh, understate this, but Austin Eckler <laughs> yeah. four yeah. touchdowns, four <laughs> touchdowns. I think he had one running or sorry one receiving and three running. Yeah. Or you might have mixed it up two and two, but uh, yeah, he's he's having a phenomenal season this year. He already he's like he has a career high thirteen touchdowns and a career high five hundred and seventy three rushing yards. Um, and then you know he's averaging twenty two point one you know PPR points per game, and he's the PPR RB two overall. So um, that you know he that that's an awesome performance. Um, and then you know the one of the best things about his performance was after the game, he was quoted mm-hmm. on Twitter of saying. Hey, fantasy managers, let's run it back. Let's run yeah, it back next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I, I appreciate, I appreciate him. I mean, he is on a, a weekly fantasy show. Uh, I can't remember what the woman the the woman's name is, but I mean, he, uh, Liz Loza. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he yeah. definitely, he definitely knows what's going on in terms of fantasy. So I appreciate him. You know, always showing love for for the people that that own him wherever they have him in league. So yeah, man. Yeah, that that's that's pretty dope to see. Um, you know, and you know, NFL players, they're not really obligated to really give a damn about our fantasy teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's you know, you know, I, I, I support both sides of that um our equation. Like people who, you know, on Twitter that just bash certain players for not performing, 
they deserve to they deserve to you know to get talked bad to by the players saying i don't give a shit about your fantasy team <laughs> and on the other hand you know you have player you know players like austin eckler who actually care about fantasy who are actually invested in fantasy yeah. they have their own fantasy squads yeah. um, to, to, to contend with even if they drafted themselves so yeah. it's pretty cool it's pretty cool to see yeah um another another uh you know player that that showed out uh did some good things was was your boy cam newton um I mean, he had 235 uh, yards of total offense, two two uh, passing scores, one rushing. Um, you know, he, he was trying to get the offense going a little bit. I mean, DJ got five for 50 and a touchdown. Uh, you know, CMC did CMC things uh, with the 10 for 59 rushing and then the seven for 60 and a touch. And his touchdown, the touchdown pass out, Cam did throw a dime. Um, he he uh, sure did. To him down in the middle of the field, so. It was yeah. a nice what 25, 30 yard touchdown pass. Uh, really difficult throw, really difficult throw. Yeah, right over the defender's head. It was, it was, an, it was a nice one. Yeah, and I mean, like I said last week, these two weeks that he was going to be starting was he, he's he started the first week off right this past this past Sunday because I mean Washington is pretty much the friendliest defense towards your offense. So yep. I mean, we would uns, we would wanted him we would have wanted him to do more, but I mean. For I mean, for what it's worth, I mean, he finished QB six, so he did yeah, do, QB six. Do I mean, some that's, good things. He's still QB one. You know, you yeah. Know, obviously, yeah. There, there are some things that they probably could have done a little bit better. Like um, win. You know. <laughs> well, hey, th- th- whether they win or not, um, that doesn't really matter to us in fantasy. It's just that's true. What, what they produce, what they produce that's on the true. field, is, is is the most important thing there. That's true. Um, speaking of uh, a team that actually won, um, from one you know running quarterback to another running quarterback. Um, how about the performance of Jalen Hurts? You know, Jalen Hurts mm. is, you know, he's got the he's got the Eagles humming right now on offense. He looks he looks, you know, really, really good running the ball. He had, you know, 18 carries for 69 yards and three rushing touchdowns. Um, and on the season, though, on the season, he has 45 rushing first downs slash touchdowns. And that's third behind Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry. Ooh. Like that is, you know, that that's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. And, you know, w- amongst players that are in their uh, second year, uh, he's set he, among, among players in their second year, he's second in, in rushing yards. So Jonathan Taylor um, obviously leads that category. But Jalen Hurts is number two with 606 yards uh, rushing. So he's hmm. he's he's killing it right now. And, uh, you know, there was this one play where he he, he did a read option uh, and then he just he ran to the right and completely dead legged. Oh uh, dead leg the defender and cut in pray for his ankle field, broke his ankle reverse <laughs> field and just you know just snapped on him and yeah ran pray for that D- pray for that dl's ankle man yeah his, those, those guys that guy's ankles is, is done um and i think that was like a 20 yard touchdown mm-hmm. um right now though right now jalen hurts is the number one overall fantasy quarterback <laughs> yeah that's right you heard yeah you heard me <laughs> over mahomes over brady he is the number one fantasy quarterback oh um, man he is he is as automatic as it gets from the you know the fantasy quarterback position he is the fan the proverbial uh fantasy football cheat code um you know this year and his schedule is just uh, super easy he doesn't really have a tough defense the rest of the way um i think this week they have the giants and they're and they're pretty bad stopping the run, and they have yep. the Jets after that before they head into the bye in week fourteen. Mm-hmm. But the fantasy playoff schedule is as follows: the Washington Football Team, blessings, the New York Giants, blessings, and then the Washington Football Team. 
come raining down on me blessings. So two out of the three <laughs> weeks in the fantasy playoffs, he plays Washington. Like that, that is as good as it gets uh, for, for for Jalen Hurts. So if you have Jalen Hurts and you're Ooh. you know you're sitting pretty in the playoffs, I I like your chances of bringing home a championship. And he's gonna definitely be one of the you know one of the leaders in the clubhouse to definitely, bring it home for you. Definitely, and we'll 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 come back to Jalen uh, later on on the show uh, for for a good question to be asked. Yes, sir. Um, but another uh, person that started with Jay, uh, Justin Jettas, uh Jefferson, man, you know. The Vikings, he, yeah, man. That, 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 that young man showed out again uh, when they needed him. Uh, eight for 169 and two touchdowns. Wide receiver five for the season. 11 games with 100-plus re- receiving yards since his rookie year last year, which is tied for uh, Devontae Adams for the most in that span. Uh, PFF, PFF has him graded as the fifth highest graded wide receiver overall the last four weeks. Uh, you know, I know the Eagles, the Eagles fans probably are hurt because they keep just seeing this dude on ESPN every week doing something <laughs> crazy. And all they have to look towards on on the right side is 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 your boy Jalen Raker with uh, oh. with 23 catches and 170 yards and two touchdowns. That's all it. season, all season. <laughs> yeah. So let, let so so let me let me repeat that. So Justin <laughs> Jefferson had eight catches, 169 yards, and two touchdowns in this last game. Jalen Rager has 23 catches, 170 yards, and two touchdowns for the season. So yeah, um, Eagles fans, yeah. look away, please. Yeah, look the, away. Your front office, man. They got to do better, man. They got to do better. But let's hope they. Uh, they make some right choices this coming uh, draft season. They got they got three first rounders locked and loaded. So let's see if they make some right decisions. Yeah. Um, you know, and then going to another wide receiver. You know, a young a young wide receiver Elijah Moore. You know, uh, finally finally we see him do something like game breaking type stuff. Uh, yes. And sure enough, is Mister Statue Joe Flacco. Uh, that that doesn't die is the guy that quote unquote unlocks this dude. Um, yeah, uh, eight for one forty one, one touchdown. He almost had what three point nine two yards per route ran. Uh, he he hasn't even sniffed anything close to that this season. Yeah. Um, so it's it's good to see him like do some like major work uh, versus Miami. Uh, I mean they almost squeaked out the win, but. It, if you were patient, then I mean, I'm sure you are, you've been happy with Elijah these last three to four weeks uh, with him on your roster. So, but Zach Wilson is coming back. Um, but uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, 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 that'll be another question we'll get to a little bit later, also. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Zach Wilson coming back may, may or may not be a good thing for Elijah Moore, but we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how, we'll see how it plays out. And I know. You know, you know, Elijah Moore was drafted, um, you know, in most in most leagues, you know, around the eighth to tenth round, and you didn't really see much from him earlier on in the season. You might have dropped him, you might have picked him back up, picked him picked him back up, dropped him again, picked him back up, <laughs> and hopefully this last stretch you picked him back up, you put him in your lineup, and you you've seen you know over the last four weeks he's been I think he's scored a touchdown for four in four straight games. Three, um, three so straight he, games. He three had straight four games. and three games. Yeah, yeah, four and four touchdowns in the last three. So um, he's he's been producing for you. Um, speaking of a guy that's scoring touchdowns, um, you know, we let's we, we can pivot to from a wide receiver to a running back um, in Cincinnati. Joe Mixon 
Mm. Um, he has six touchdowns in the last four games. And, you know, the last two games, he scored multiple touchdowns in each. Um, he's quietly the RB4 on the season. Um, and he's just coming off of another game, you know, had 30 carries, 123 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, you know, he's, 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 he's quietly putting together a pretty con- consistent year. And a lot of people thought he was too volatile, too injury prone. Um, but you know, he's, he, he's proven all the doubters wrong. And over the last five weeks, he has four or five, four top five finishes. Um, so that's pretty consistent from him. Yeah. And this is all going towards a, uh, all doing this with the O-line that's really not even average. Um, yeah. and I mean, and they definitely needed him this past week because Joe, uh, Joe Burrow was not good at all. Uh, um, he was under siege too. Yeah. Siege. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was either eating the, the turf eating the turf or are running out of bounds, trying not to eat the turf. So um, definitely, definitely good to see uh, Joe Mixon do his thing. Yeah. There was a point in time that I, you know, um, do, you know, I, I put eyes in this game, you know, I was out, I was out watching the Cowboys game and then obviously they had other games on different screens. Yeah. Um, and I saw, and I saw this Bengals game on the screen um, and I saw when Joe Burrow got sacked, you know, one of his, I don't know, four or five times he got sacked. He started holding his knee a little bit. So that's a little concerning. Uh, so he was he was he was taking a little bit of a beating um, in that game. Yeah. And so hopefully that's that's you know that's something minor and uh, but continue to ride Joe Mixon, man, and uh, you know he's going to continue to you know bring your you know bring your team a lot of success. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then the last person we want to touch on is is this Josh Allen roller coaster. Uh, <laughs> we were we weren't going up; we were going down the roller coaster this week. Yeah. Um, he just, he looked pressed. They got down early and just like, I don't know. He just never really got comfortable. Um, you know, really two back, two bad interceptions that he threw. Um, one of them I was think in he the fumbled, red. Didn't he fumbled as well? Yeah, he fumbled too. Um, just, I mean, he did throw two touchdowns, but he did have three turnovers. Just the offense just didn't look good. Um, somehow the Colts were, were getting pressure with, rushing four five and this is like a and the bills have a above average offensive line so it's just surprised to see see them do this another bad performance after just coming back off just the previous week you know you're thinking that they okay they figured something out and just you, you see this so and i mean this was against a colts the colts defense that really isn't isn't good so yeah they, I mean, they, they've overall, been giving up a lot of points and a lot of yeah, yards the different yeah so I mean, just overall, just you know, you can still be patient with with the the main players in this offense. Uh, that running back room, though, I don't think I want to play with it because at this point, I I don't know what I don't know what's going on. Like Matt Breida again is getting touches, man. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want any parts of that backfield anymore, man. Yeah, but uh, a backfield that you do want a part of is the Colts backfield. Um, and that's probably and that's the biggest reason why Josh Allen was pressing on Sunday because he was trying to chase points. <laughs> chase points scored by uh, our fantasy MVP of the week, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, uh, what can you say, man? Uh, you know, 185 yards rushing and four rushing touchdowns. Added another one through the air. Um, three catches, 19 yards, and another touchdown. Um, his averages since week four. Since week four, he's averaging 22 touches, 121 okay. yards. Okay. Just shy of two touchdowns in three catches and 34 yards and a whopping 27.4 PPR points per game. 
Like, this guy is on a tear. Um, you know, he's 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 just been balling. He he just I mean he finally passed you know Derrick Henry for the NFL uh, rushing lead, over eleven hundred yards. Now, Derrick Henry's been down for three weeks and still yeah. you know people that just like just, just let you know what he was doing, man. So yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, Jonathan Taylor, he's one of four players in NFL history with over a hundred yards and a touchdown in eight straight games within the same season. Um, so yeah, he's, he's, he's on another level right now and he, he's, he's going to continue, <laughs> going to continue to, he, now he has a, he has a tough test this week against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's run defense has always been pretty stout, um, especially mm-hmm. over the last several years. So we're going to see if, you know, how, how, how matchup proof Jonathan Taylor is. He's showing he is matchup proof because Buffalo's defense, you know, prior to this game, you know, they hadn't really been giving up much. You know, they were yeah. probably the stingiest defense uh, across all categories. Um, you know, quarterback, running back, receivers, like, you know, they're they don't they didn't yield much um defensively. I so, think they were the 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 lowest scoring uh the defense that gives it the least amount of points per game. I think they were like fifteen, I think. Um, but you know, I mean, Jonathan Taylor pretty much beat that before this first half was over with. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, going from our MVP a week to our uh, least valuable player of the week, uh, a guy that I hopefully we don't ever see again play um, <laughs> is uh, Tim Boyle. Hopefully, hopefully he's like just just skip over him if your starting quarterback is hurt because Jesus, like fifteen for twenty three, seventy seven yards, two interceptions, like. The offense literally had no hope. Um, luckily, DeAndre Swift was like just put on my back. Like they almost won the game somehow, but uh, this guy sucks. Never start him again. You know, he just was just pissing down his leg the whole game. So you know, just don't. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also a notable player was Baker in the same game. He sucked as well. Uh, two ugly interceptions. Um, that kept that kept this really trash Lions team in the game. Like it just <laughs> didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you're if you're at home and you're a, a double digit point favorite, uh, and you're not beating the Lions, you're barely beating the Lions just by three points. Yeah, that that's an indictment on 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 your offense not putting up enough points. And their and their defense has been bad all year. You know, like you know you. The, the Lions, they, they give up a lot of yards rushing. And, you know, Nick Chubb did his thing um, through mm-hmm. the year. They they give up a lot as well. Um, but, you know, Baker just couldn't take advantage of that. And, um, you know, he was – if 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 Tim Boyle wasn't so bad, Baker would definitely have been wor- the worst quarterback on the field. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now let's get off of that. Let's get off these terrible quarterbacks. Let's, let's get to our favorite segment of the show, cap or no cap. Yes, sir. Then, uh, for the people that are the first time listeners and don't might not know what cap means, basically cap is another word for uh, lying. So let's say, okay, uh, I ain't, I don't have any glasses on. I would say, <laughs> that's I don't, that's just such that's like that's such a juvenile example. Cap, it's cap. <laughs> you definitely have glasses on. Yeah. So yeah, so hopefully you you get the the meaning of that. That was pretty simple. But all right, so wait one second. Part, let me, let me close ahead. my door really quick. All right. <laughs> but yes, this is a good segment of the show where we we list out, you know, we give a scenario or, or a statement, and then we just kind of 
Ike will give his his perception on the said statement. So this first one uh, is Jalen Hurts holds the QB one position for the end of the to the end of the season. Cap or no cap? Gonna say no cap, man. Uh, basically, it's basically because of what I outlined um, earlier and earlier in the show of his, uh, his his remaining schedule. His remaining schedule is super soft, and he's going to continue to score points. And the Eagles are going to be pushing for a playoff um, playoff spot, and potentially the division, depending on what happens with Dallas. You know, if they continue to drop these games. Just kidding. They're not gonna drop the division. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was about to say that's cap. <laughs> that's, yeah, that, that, that's cap. Exactly. That's not exactly. a juvenile. Yeah, that, a non juvenile. <laughs> but no, but no. In all seriousness, I mean, they're they're gonna be looking for to to they're looking for a wild card spot. They're definitely in the hunt, so they're gonna be playing their starters all the way throughout uh, the rest of the season. And you know, with the easy schedule that they have coming up, um, you know, they, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts he's just been you know a, a twenty five point a game uh, player all season so i don't see how that you know can't continue yeah i'm gonna have to agree i mean he gets the giants then he has the jets before bye and then washington twice and then the, the giants, giants again in between that bro yeah give me everything that he's serving to these uh defenses man i'll take my right. chances with him uh so i think that's no cap also all right the second one Elijah Moore is unlocked, cap or no cap? He's unlocked. It's no cap. It's no cap. Um, you know, he's done it with multiple quarterbacks, right? Um, he did it with Flacco. He was producing with Flacco. He produced with Josh Johnson. He produced with Mike White. Um, it, doesn't, it, it just seems like whoever's throwing him the ball, at least over the last couple of weeks, he's been balling. You know, he's, he has one touchdown, you know, um, it, at least one touchdown in the last three games. Um, you know, his week 11 usage, he was 80 on, he was in on 80% of the snaps. He was on around 81% of the time and he had 11 targets, which is good for a 28% target share. So, um, yeah, you know, I know Zach Wilson's coming back and we don't know who he's going to target and hopefully they don't go back to that goofy ass receiver rotation. Uh, once he, <laughs> once you know, Zach Wilson's in the, in, in the game again, but um, right now, I mean, you have to like what you're seeing from Elijah Moore and his peripherals and his usage. Um, because he's getting the targets, he's getting the yards, um, he's getting the playing time now. Um, it, it, and it you know, took them long enough to realize that, hey, Elijah Moore is our best player. Let's get him the ball. Let's put the ball in his hands and let, and let him see what he let us see what he can do. Um, and he's producing. So, yeah. he's, you know, he's averaging t- just shy of 21 points per game over his last four weeks. So, yeah, just keep feeding him. Yeah. Um, I hesitantly say no cap. Uh, cause I mean, Zach Wilson up until that point struggled for whatever reason, the play calling looks a little different. Yeah. Uh, they're getting the ball out of the quarterback's hands instead of him. So when, when Zach was in there the first, what, four or five weeks before the buy, um, they were running longer routes. Um, but in this particular game, this uh, game on Sunday, they did rotate six, uh, wide receivers, but it wasn't as disrespectful as it been the last uh, couple of weeks where they had pretty much your main three you had Corey davis that had them that had that was on the most snaps uh then you had elijah moore that was in the second most snaps and second most routes ran and then you had your jameson crowder and then you, you know you had the the jeff smith that just popped up <laughs> once you had braxton burials playing 10 snaps keelan and then cole keen something keelan cole also played like 12 13 snaps but 
the good thing is that you saw your your top three wide receivers play majority of snaps and they have majority of the targets, which is what we like to see. So hopefully, hopefully your guy uh Zach Wilson can uh, continue this. Yep. Our last one is a, a little more a little different. Um is the Browns extend Baker Mayfield. Cap or no cap? Mm. Well, as strong as I feel about this statement um, or, or, or about this topic, about how bad Baker has been, um, I'm definitely going to say, you know, the, the, the Browns do not extend Baker. So that is definitely no cap. Uh, or is it cap? No, it'd be cap. It'd be cap. It'd be cap. Yeah. It'll be cap because I just don't see how you commit to this. <laughs> <Long term. laughs> Um, just, you know, for, you know, I, I, I came across a stat on, um, pro football focus, um, on Twitter, um, the Browns have the lowest catchable pass rate on targets to wide receivers deemed open or wide open. They just, let me, let me say that again. The Browns have the lowest catchable pass rate on targets to wide receivers deemed open or wide open. And who's, who's been playing quarterback for the Browns? Baker Mayfield. I thought it was an OBJ issue. I thought, I, I mean, I thought we that's what the media convinced us of, right? I mean, you know, OBJ doesn't fit with Baker's style, right? You know, that, you know, all these, all this crap, all these excuses that we've heard about how, you know, about what Baker's been dealing with or whatever the case may be. Um, he, he's, he, he's just not it, man. Like he's, he's an average quarterback at best, below average quarterback at best. And he's being paraded around and protected like he's, you know, above average and, and serviceable. Yeah, I mean, they had a they had a pretty decent playoff run last year. Um, they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh last year, um, and that's probably earning him a lot more um, favors than what we would normally see in this situation. But you know, this this year, what he's putting on, you know, throughout his career, what he's put on tape. I mean, you can't commit to paying that man forty million plus a year because that's what the market's going to be going for. Um, you know, and Browns fans and, you know, and, you know, Browns faithful, they have quite the decision on their hands. I don't think you can pay this guy. I mean, the, at worst, they can probably franchise him to see, well, you know, if he magically, you know, improves in, in year five or year four, what year is he in? Year, he's year, in year four. Yeah, he's so in year four, be, he's in year yeah. four right now. So if he improves in year five, then, you know, maybe they'll extend him after they franchise him. But as of right now, man, I don't see how any way that they can extend him. Well, it, they still have that that fit. I think he gets that fifth year option, so that gives him another year. I just know when people bring up like quarter your your first round quarterbacks, this is the time where you you extend them. So yeah, he's gonna be caught. I think he might be caught in that that Mitch Trubisky realm where they're like, man, I don't really don't know. Uh, let's just see what happens. Yeah, uh, and I know on his side. They're definitely gonna be pressing like, "Hey, bro, y'all need to y'all need to pay me my money." Um, but he doesn't have any leverage. He just doesn't have le- he doesn't have as he doesn't have as much leverage as he thinks. Now yeah. I, I know that you know once you if you don't have a quarterback in this league, then you're pretty much screwed. Yeah, but you know, I I feel like they can do better than Baker. They can find they can probably find a free agent in some way in some capacity that 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 would produce more than him. Um, yeah, I mean, I want I want to say I I definitely want to say 
cap and they don't extend him, but like I always look on the other side, like, okay, if you don't extend them, and then who's the other op- like who's the option? Like who's the guaranteed option that you're gonna get? Cause you're gonna be you're gonna be looking around asked out like like Carolina, like Denver that's been searching for what two we're going on two years now for a quarterback three years even no probably since they drafted drew luck i don't i can't i don't even think they believed in him when they when they drafted him um yeah so that's that's the only thing like if you take this chance yeah he's average at best maybe but you're gonna you're gonna go out in the wild and try to find your replacement while you got the stacked the stacked ass roster on top of that that's the thing. Like, um, you know, they, they're, they're off, you know, their, their team is, you know, built off of their, their line, their elite lines, offensive, yeah. defensive lines, um, the running backs, you know, the running game is elite. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they, obviously they've been banged up in the secondary this year, but you know, their defense overall, at least on paper is, is solid. Um, all they're missing is consistent quarterback play. If, if Baker was, you know, more consistent. Yeah. They, you know, we'd probably be having a different conversation about the Browns, you know, present day. But as of now, I mean, since Baker has been so mediocre and he's been missing passes and, um, you know, blaming the, you know, blaming the fans on not being quiet and, you know, pointing the finger, you know, I, now he did, he did take accountability for, you know, how he played this past, this past week, um, saying he played like shit. And that's just kind of, you know, <laughs> preaching to the choir, right? <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it's you know, it, it's it's an interesting uh, you know situation that the, the Browns find themselves in, and you know, I I would hate to be a Browns fan right now, <laughs> and especially a Baker apologist. I would hate to be a Baker apologist because you, you just you can't really you can't really defend them. Mm-mm. You just can't. No. Based no. on what everything that you've seen, you, I mean, you 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 got rid of what you thought was the problem in OBJ. Clearly he wasn't the problem. Clearly he was actually getting open and clearly Baker wasn't hitting him. And now OBJ is gone and he's still not hitting open receivers. I think one of the, one of the, one of the interceptions that he threw this past Sunday was just so bad. It was a play action uh, fake, a play action pass to, um, and then Jarvis Landry, Jarvis Landry was like wide open over the middle, just sailed it over his head. (laughs) <laughs> like completely airmailed it. He said yeah. it's speed and everything. Like he was so confident in the throw, he just airmailed it. It was so bad. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, you just see stuff like that. You just scratch your head, like, wow, I, I just can't, I can't believe this guy. Is, uh... And then he has all those commercials, like he's just <laughs> one of the top quarterbacks in the league. And it, it just, I don't know. Yeah, there, there, there's his his agents done a done done a phenomenal job marketing him, but uh, he needs to his 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 on field play needs to. <laughs> needs to match up with that yeah 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 them commercials rub a lot of people the wrong way yeah uh, but you know um it was a good different type of question because usually we ask fantasy fantasy specific questions but i mean this is still re- fantasy related but it's good to kind of you know try to talk outside of like the present day and want to look towards the future so yeah um all right now on to waiver wire pickups um you know i i think this I think this week was a is a little scant in my opinion for for good options, but regardless, yeah. there are some options available if if need if needed uh, for the ones that have uh, you know the the two teams that are on by. Uh, so my I'm gonna hit quarterbacks first. A couple the first couple I got um, first one is Tyrod Taylor. Uh, I mean he did have a good week versus Tennessee somehow. Uh, didn't didn't see that coming. 
yeah, two rushing touchdowns. And guess what? He gets to play the Jets this week, which is one of the worst defenses, uh, uh, defending the run, defending anything. So, And what uh, have we told you guys the last three weeks? Fade the Jets. Fade the Jets until they show us that they can stop people. Facts. So Tyrod Taylor is my first quarterback if you need one. My second one, if he's still available, is uh you know Mr. Mr. Cam Newton, Superman. Uh you saw you saw what he did this past week against one of the worst defenses. Uh I think he he finished quarter, yeah, like we said before, he finished quarterback six. Um so and again he gets to play. I mean, this week gets to play Miami. Miami's another defense that's that's been a little forgiving to um to offenses. So uh be another another uh one uh, I think one of his last good weeks before they go on bye, and then they got a, a. I think they have a tough schedule coming out of the bye, uh, going towards the fantasy playoffs. But if you need a quarterback, Cam Newton's another one you can go and grab. Yeah, yeah, and on the running backs, um, the first couple we want to mention. Um, these are just handcuff handcuffs um, when you're making a playoff run. Uh, pick up Sony Michelle. He's a backup for Darrell Henderson in uh, in, um, in L.A. for the Rams. And obviously, um, you want to pick up Alexander Madison uh, for any Dalvin Cook owners um, for Minnesota. Um, we've we've seen you know Dalvin Cook get banged up um, late in the season, you know, um, a couple of years. So it's good to kind of have Madison there, just uh, because they're going they pretty much use use him the same exact way that they use Dalvin Cook each time he's in the lineup. So um, yeah, just expect a lot of volume if something were hap- were to happen um, to Dalvin Cook. And then also, um, just for this week, um, maybe for the next couple of weeks, um, pick up Ty Johnson and Tevin Coleman. Um, Michael Carter is out with an ankle injury. Um, This is for the Jets. He is out with an ankle injury. Um, It might be a high ankle sprain, so he could be out for a couple of weeks. Um, You know, Tevin Coleman, he he did have, uh, you know, a 33% rush share. He was a primary rusher. Um, You know, Ty Johnson only had 7%, and he played mostly on passing downs. And that was kind of what Ty Johnson was used for um, throughout the season anyways um, in the passing game. Um, so we'll see what happens um, when Zach Wilson comes back um, at the quarterback position to see if they throw more pa- throw passes to the running backs um, like they were um, throwing uh, earlier in the season with you know the other quarterbacks, you know, Mike White in particular. Um, and then one more uh, running back, to, a couple more running backs to touch on, Dontrell Hilliard um, for the Titans. Um, Adrian Peterson uh, got cut um, this week, uh, or today, actually, got cut today. Um, Dontrell Hilliard did have the most touches last week um, for the Titans, had the most snaps, and had a 19% target share. Um, it's not your ideal backfield situation. You don't know who it's going to be from a week-to-week basis. Jeremy McNichols was out with a concussion, I believe. He might be back this week. Mm-hmm. So at, at worst, you're going to be looking at you know Hilliard, McNichols and uh, Deontay Foreman, um, you know, three as a three-headed rushing attack, and those types of backfields you want to avoid at all costs. But um, in this particular case, since you don't know um, what's going to happen, I would pick up one of those guys and hopefully one of them hits. Um, and then the, finally, um, you want to pick up Matt Breida for the Bills. Um, he's paced the backfield and touches. Um, he, he he's he's he paced the backfield and touches this week. Um, and then the prior week, he, he led um, he led the Bills and um, the, the Bills backfield and fantasy points. He just I, I feel like he just he just gives them more juice um, overall than Devin Singletary and Zach Moss do. Um, he he might be the best running back on 
on that team because he's explosive. I mean, look, it's not hyperbole. I mean, it's we haven't seen much from Zach Moss. We haven't seen much from Damon Singletary. Like those guys are just, you know, um, you know they're just treading water. Um, they they kind of need something. They kind of need another dimension to the offense since Josh Allen. The, you know, the Josh Allen experience, you know, continues to give us a lot of high highs and low lows. Um, they need some sort of balance there, right? So um, I think Matt Breida would be a, a good a good guy to at least stash to see how things shake out um, and to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, for wide receivers and tight ends, uh, the first one, uh, I believe, would be uh, Cedric Wilson is if he's available uh, just because Cooper is going to be out again. And potentially CD CD Lamb, um, you know the Cowboys. They they would he would be the number two for the Cowboys with with Gallup being number one. Uh, this past week he was tied for for uh, second wide receivers and snaps and and uh, and targets. Uh, only Schultz and Gallup had more than him. So I mean, if Lamb is out, then definitely look to, to pick him up for this uh, this game versus the Raiders. Um, also, you can look to get MBS, which is the wide receiver for the uh, the Green Bay Packers, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Um, if Lazard is out again, then I would definitely look to get him just because he generally runs the most second most routes, gets targeted the second most when Lazard is out behind uh, DeAndre, uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, this past week, he had eight targets, which was second most in second most routes. And then he had, the, then he had four catches for uh, 103 yards and a touchdown, including a what was 70, 75 yard touchdown 75 pass. Yards. Yep. Yeah, he's usually the 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 go route guy, so definitely he's hit or miss, boom or bust. Uh, if your lineup needs it, then this could be somebody you can look to get. Uh, in terms of tight ends, tight ends is really really scarce. Um, you know, you can look to get Austin Hooper uh, for the Cleveland uh, Browns. Uh, a bunch of the wide receivers are hurt. Um, and also Hooper has been targeted. Uh, he was targeted 24. He had a target share of 24% on Sunday and 15% the week before that. So, I mean, for a tight end, that's, that's a leap for a tight end. So yeah, it's pretty uh, decent. He, yeah, and it's he's pretty on good. the field and he's on the field a lot. So this would be somebody you can target um, for, you know, for your week, if you need somebody. All right. Now on to, uh, you know, matchups that we like to attack. Um, other words, aka barbecue chicken. If you do not know what barbecue chicken means, basically, uh, if you watch the Inside the NBA preview show uh, with Shaq and Kenny Smith, uh, Charles Barkley, Shaq, one of his uh, one of his uh, sayings that stuck was whenever he saw a, a matchup that was like the offensive player can just go and just destroy. You just call it barbecue chicken alert. You know, whatever he wants. Go go eat whatever you want. Is is all all buffet, man. So, Mama's cooking. Yeah, <laughs> Mama's cooking. And it's, it's, so it's, happy. It's, and it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, is a it is Thanksgiving. So. You can go get your mama's biscuits, your sweet potatoes. You know, whatever you want, you can go get it. Yeah, I'm so, <laughs> <laughs> so this first this first uh, matchup uh, that that I like is Debo Samuel versus the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings give us the most fantasy points to the wide receiver position. Um, as you can see, the last few weeks, Debo has been placed everywhere on the field. It has been unstoppable. Yeah. So this is a over and under of 48 points. So they're expecting this matchup to be a lot of points scored. And in San Francisco, if they're going to be scoring points, you know it's going to be going through Debo. 
So mm-hmm. you can go and collect him if you have him. Start him, no questions asked. DV, no, play uh, him in DFS. Play yeah, him in play DFS him D- as well. Yep, exactly. And then my second one is, uh, you know, Tom Brady versus the Colts. Uh, the Colts they uh, allow the for, the fourth most fantasy points to the QB position. Uh, Tampa Bay is is rated the number one offense in the league uh, per DVOA. Um, and also this game is a 51 and a half uh, over under. So um, if we're expected to see a lot of points, then, uh, you know, Tom Brady is definitely going to be throwing the ball to get those points. So. Yep. Uh, one, the couple, a couple that I have, uh, Brandon Cooks versus the Jets. Um, earlier, we did mention Tyrod Taylor. Um, again, we're just going to continue to hammer the Jets, um, fade the Jets in any way, shape, or form. Um, they are last and past DVOA. Um, and, you know, they're just coming off a game where they allowed, you know, Tua to throw for 273 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Waddle had 65 yards receiving. And then um, something called a Mac Hollins had 72 <laughs> yards receiving. So they all had good games. And overall, from a fantasy points perspective, they, this is the sixth um, best matchup um, for wide receivers. Um, and then, uh, and, and then another one we have Stefan Diggs on Thursday night, um, Thanksgiving night against New Orleans. Um, you know, this is part of the Josh Allen experience. You know, they you know up and down, up and down. Um, but you know, Stefan Diggs had a good game last week. He had two touchdowns. Um, and New Orleans is the fifth best matchup for wide receiver wide receivers um he may see a lot of you know marshawn Lattimore, um but he does get beat on occasion we we have seen him you know kind of give up a lot of you know big plays he gave up some even last week to devonta smith the rookie from uh, philadelphia so um stefan diggs is is more than capable of you know kind of breaking breaking that open and you know and and stefan diggs is pretty famous for you know the last time he played new orleans having that Mm. minnesota miracle yeah, um, yarder down the sideline. So uh, yeah, you know, Stephon Diggs is a, is a is a pretty good matchup, a pretty good bet this week to to score to score a lot of fantasy points. Oh yeah, and the last one that I have is uh our boy Dalton Schultz, tight end for the Cowboys. Uh, you know the Thanksgiving three thirty game versus the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders allowed the third most uh, uh, points to. Uh, to the tight end position, and like we said before, Cooper's going to be out and possibly Lamb. Uh, so Dalton Schultz is going to be used early and often, and I'm sure they'll, uh, the Raiders are probably going to have that headhunter uh, uh, Abrams guarding them, and he can't guard he can't guard a soul. So uh, <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be easy work. He um, couldn't so, cover a pillow. <laughs> couldn't cover yeah. a pillow. A pillow with a pillowcase. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's going to be easy work. And uh, that game's a 50 and a half over under. So it's going to be a lot of points scored in that one also. Yep. And finally, um, we're going to be talking player props. Player props, um, uh, we've seen over time, uh, especially these last two years in in the fantasy space, that uh, we use player props. Player props can be used in terms of, you know, setting, setting, uh, getting a gauge of where, a said player is going to do for the set for, for whatever uh, week. Uh, and you can apply those player props to your fantasy rosters. And, you know, and also if you like, you know, gambling a little bit, you can make some money off of it. And, but in a state state like Texas, where we don't have uh, rights to gambling, we, uh, we, we, we can get our skin in the game using um, an app called uh, prize picks. Prize picks allows you to, 
you know, parlay uh, player props for for money. So we like to go through some of those that we liked, you know, and hopefully hopefully hit on some, make some money. So my first one is Dallas Goddard over 44 and a half receiving yards versus uh, the New York Giants. Uh, Dallas Goddard is the tight end for the, for the Eagles. He has seen a 27% target share since week seven. So basically when, after Ertz got hurt, traded, uh, this is what, this is what Goddard has been averaging um, at least 43 yards in all those games. Uh, but in week 10, he got hurt. He got uh, concussed with that first quarter uh, versus Denver. So basically every game he's, I mean, he's almost 30% target share. He's their number one, pretty much their number. He's between him and Devontae Smith for the number one uh, uh, target in Philly. So uh, I, I like that versus the Giants. And then my second one is uh, Josh Jacobs running back for the Oakland Raiders, uh, Las Vegas uh, Raiders, uh, 16 and a half receiving yards over the Dallas Cowboys uh, versus the Dallas Cowboys on on uh, Thanksgiving, 330. Um, basically after the week eight bye, uh, he's, he's had four receptions for 19 yards, five receptions for 20 yards and five receptions for 24 yards, which is a 16, 16% target share, which is really good for a running back. So I'm glad they're finally using him to what he can do, which is catch the ball. So yeah. I think he'll be able to get to this number. Yeah, uh, a couple ones that I have: uh, David Montgomery over seventy-two and a half rush yards uh, for for uh, versus Detroit. Um, this is the running back for the Chicago Bears, um, and this is going to be on Thanksgiving. Um, they're they're going to be missing Justin Fields, and they may be down Allen Robinson. I'm not sure um, if he's going to be able to make it back with that hamstring injury. Uh, but nonetheless, Detroit, um, you know, they've been you know as we touched on before, they've been pretty bad all year. Um, they are 29th in rush DVOA. Um, last week they gave up 130 yards um, to Nick Chubb, and then the week before they gave up 105 to Najee Harris. Um, so they've been giving up a lot of yards, um, all, you know, most of the season. And then David Montgomery is more than capable of breaking that 72 and a half uh, rushing number, and they're probably going to lean more on the run game with Andy Dalton um, at the helm. And I think the one game that I think uh, Andy Dalton played with uh, David Montgomery, I think, was Week One against the Rams. I think he had nearly 100 yards rushing. And so um, that's, you know, that's one thing that we can, you know, effectively count on um, in that regard. And then another uh, another prop that I had was Elijah Moore, you know, our, our guy that we talked about earlier, um, over 43 and a half receiving yards against the Texans. Um, that number seems very, very low. Oh, He's gone yeah. over this number in four straight games. He's had at least 67 yards in three of the last four. Um, and, you know, again, you know, we've we we've drawn the conclusion that he's been pretty much unlocked and we're going to be seeing a lot of big plays from this guy, um, you know, each, each and every week. Now, um, obviously that remains to be seen with Zach Wilson coming back, but I, I have more confidence that finally, you know, we're, we're in week 12. I don't think they revert back to that, that bullshit that we saw the bullshit <laughs> offense that we saw earlier in the season when they were just rotating receivers and they weren't sure what they had in them, which should have been obvious from the jump because he got a lot of buzz out of training camp and, he was the best player in training camp, so hopefully, you know that you know the the the, the latest usage uh, continues uh, for Elijah Moore, and I think he just goes over this number pretty easily. He might even have like a long catch of like forty four yards um, in this game, because the Texans defense they've they've been bad as well. So yeah, yeah, you know, uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna parlay some of these and see and see what it hits for. 
Uh, I know last yeah. week we were two and one. Uh, I know we had Hollywood Brown, but he didn't play. Uh, yeah. The Justin Fields didn't hit. He, he got knocked out the game early. So I don't hopefully... think I don't, I don't even think that one would have hit anyways because yeah. he was <laughs> four of eleven for like seventy nine yards. Which when is he also when true. He left when he left. Yeah. Um, I think in the third quarter, third quarter, I believe. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't gonna. I don't think he was gonna come close to that number. But you know, you never know what happens in the fourth quarter, though, right? So, um, but at least he was pacing to not hit that number. Yeah, I feel good about these ones this week. So we'll see yeah. what happens. Yes, hey, we're at we're at the end of the show. You know, another another week. Uh, but we need to get ready for week twelve. Uh, hopefully, y'all are getting ready for your playoff pushes. Uh, you got anything left to say for the people? I no. Um, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, you know, hopefully you guys can get a W in Week Twelve. Um, you know, again, just you know, we're we're gearing in, we're gearing up towards the playoffs. Um, most of the trade deadlines have already passed. So if, if those, you know, if those, if you had some players that you had on your mind to to go target for, for trades, um, you know, hopefully it's you know maybe maybe your league has a little bit of a later trade deadline and you can probably target some of these guys like. You know Elijah Moore, and you can probably target um, a guy like you know a guy like Jalen Hurts. You know maybe somebody like DJ Moore, um, some of the or, or DeAndre Swift or Joe Mixon. These guys have been producing. Maybe you can try to you know uh, you know give a couple of assets to to get some of these guys. But if not, then you know ride with who you got, and uh, hopefully you guys can just you know keep keep uh, you know keep keep the momentum going into the playoffs. Um, but, you know, yeah. again, just follow us on Twitter, follow Gene at Fantasy Genes and follow me um, at just underscore I go nine and then follow the show at uh, off the line FF. Yeah, you know, like the con the content, please hit the subscribe button, hit the thumbs up button, share with your friends. Um, like you say, you can find us on Twitter. You can find fun our beautiful faces on YouTube. Just search off the line fantasy football channel, you know, subscribe, you know, leave comments below. Let us know how we how we doing. He's ugly. I'm beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can can also find us on all streaming platforms like Apple, Google Podcasts. Uh, Just just search under Destination Debbie. We're we're happy to to talk to you good people each and every week. Um, Be safe. Have fun with your family. Enjoy Thanksgiving football. Until then, be safe and go get some W's. We out.